when was the last time you fell out of bed? I, I need a, a human-sized cushion with which to wrap my sure. arms and legs around. Um, and I feel like that that provides me sort of a doorstop, like a sort of ballast that that keeps me from toppling. Th- this entirely. cushion does it usually have like an anime face on it? Sometimes. <laughs> why are you ask? Why are you asking? Because I, I fell out of bed, him, and I want to know what to get him for Christmas. Oh wait, <laughs> no. I mean, I need to know why Russ fell out of bed. Oh. Chris, also, you'd be hard-pressed to find an anime pillowcase that I don't already have. <laughs> also, Dude. supply chain issues. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, but you, you you could get him doubles so he could keep the ones he has in plastic. <laughs> he likes to keep them organized like a, in, in hard shells. I, I fell out of bed like a week ago, and it was really bad. It was a bad situation. <laughs> what happened? Okay, so I, I woke up at 4.30 because my child mm. was screaming. So I went yeah. to comfort the child, and uh, the child was pretty inconsolable. So Alex had to go and like settle him, and then I went back to bed. <laughs> and what did you say? Did you loudly announce like I quit? Or, well, no, she ca- she it. came in because I was failing for okay. about ten minutes of like flailing, and it just wasn't. Imagine happening. you needed comfort, and this human praying <laughs> mantis walks into the room. <laughs> so all spindles and talons. So. Yeah. I go back to bed and I'm a little bit groggy, but the baby monitor is still on and she's in there, you know, like doing stuff, singing to him, trying to like soothe him. That's not going to help me sleep. So I kind of on my stomach reach across the bed to turn the baby monitor volume down. (laughs) And then when I go to roll back to my side of the bed, I overdo it and literally hurl my entire body off the bed. And I land on my back, crashing into a bedside table that I have. Everything on the bedside table goes flying. My back is like on the metal floor of the bedside table. And I'm convinced that I'm never going to walk again. Like, it was like a really bad, bad situation. High. I'm getting high. Also, I I, I do not worry about you at all. I worry about your wife right now, who now has two... babies (laughs) who have made oopsies that she needs to take care of (laughs) both inconsolable but i did that thing where like i fell and then i and i like vocal vocalize like i'm okay trying to like calm her because she's in the other room Uh uh-huh and i don't sure she was really i don't hear anything and then so i like it takes me like five minutes to like get up off the floor because i'm like convinced i really hurt myself and i walk in the room and i'm like yeah i'm okay and she's like what I, what? And I was like, I fell out of bed. And she's like, I had no idea. (laughs) So then I had to humbly walk back to bed like an idiot. And I just don't know how to sort of live with myself anymore. Also, I'm afraid of the bed. Did you explain to her that you fell out of bed because you couldn't stand the the beautiful singing voice of your own wife? Doesn't put me to bed. Doesn't help me sleep. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. It, there's a there's a funny beyond laughing, and I found it, and I can't laugh. It's the funniest. It's thing a I've sort ever of heard. transcendent. It's transcendent. It's the TM of laughter. Yeah, I'm one with comedy now. <laughs> I've joined with comedy. <laughs> We'll be right back. 
theorizing that one can travel within their own lifetime. Justin, Griffin, Russ, and Chris stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. They awoke to find themselves trapped in the past, facing mirror images that were not their own and driven by an unknown force to change history for the better. Their only guide in this journey is Al, an observer from their own time who appears in the form of a hologram that only the besties can see and hear. And so the besties find themselves leaping from game to game, striving to put right what once went wrong and hoping each time their next leap will be the leap home. Welcome, everyone, to Besties Old Wounds. (laughs) Is that what we've decided to call it? I think it is the only appropriate title. And since I get to do the intro, that's me, Justin McElroy. Welcome to Besties Old Wounds. I'm joined, as always, by my friends, Chris, Russ, and Griffin. We've been doing the Besties for nearly a decade now. Maybe over a decade. No one knows for sure. And today, in a show that is uh-huh. defined by change, defined by taking chances uh, for good and for ill, going to do perhaps the most ill-advised episode in our decade-long history, where we uh, will go back in time <laughs> to re- <laughs> relitigate, which is everyone's favorite part. Of the besties, I think we can all agree. <laughs> to relitigate a decade of video game history <laughs> and try to do it better. I think it's going to yeah. be great. I think it's going to be beyond great, and I can't wait to get into it right after this uh, brief uh, commercial uh, announcement. This episode of The Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos. You can do whatever you want. And it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their aura frames. And they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now... You can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. What if they reboot Quantum Leap? I mean, they are doing a, they've ordered a pilot, which I think I we all know. I thought they were going to equibby it. Wasn't it going to be a Quibi? Well, I it, the idea has outlasted Quibi, but what if it's dark and gritty, and then at the end of each episode, after Sam leaps, he's like, fuck. Oh, shit. Instead of saying just like, oh, oh boy, because it's 2022, mm-hmm. and everything needs to be just a little bit harsher. What about you know like, what I, mean? I just got yeeted? 
Oh, that's good. He just looks up and like oh. he's John F. Kennedy, and he's like, "Yeet, quantum <laughs> yeet, quantum yeet is something good." Thank you, Chris. We can work with that. Yeah, I'm stalling because I, I, I'm scared about this. Episode. Can I talk about this really quick? Yeah, set it's it up, like, Chris yeah. Plant. Okay, so this is my bad idea. So blame me. Here's what it is. For our 10th anniversary, we're going to do a very special thing where we uh, we choose the best bestie of our first 10 years. For this bracket, we have 10 games already because we've been here for 10 years. But I want to have 10 alternate games in a new conference that are like, you know, the stuff we missed. So today, we are going to go year from year and we're going to say, hey, for we'll start with 2012 dishonored won that year what is the other game that we missed that year that deserves to be in the conversation when we do the best bestie of the last 10 years and i think this is going to go smooth i mean let me just clarify something when you say missed i mean we it's not like we didn't play these games or even like i'll bet a lot of these showed up in the gonna be the runner-ups yeah yes but like hindsight's 2020 like do i really think dishonored should be our guy for 2012 no Absolutely not. I think there there is some games that I I think are better, and I want to make sure that they get they get a shot when we have this final thing. Are there going to be years where Breath of the Wild wins, and like we all go, yeah, uh, of course it should win, but let's pick another game to throw in the bracket. Yeah, that'll happen too. But you I, know, I just I feel like looking at our list of goaty winners, we poke fun at ourselves sometimes. But I think we've crushed it. I would say maybe half the years. Yes. Yeah, like going half through half this year, right? I would say half the years are good. Let's just get started. 2012 was the first year of the Besties. Uh, this was one of the years where, if I remember correctly, tell me, I, I feel like a little bit of history could be fun. This year, this was the year that we filmed, videoed the finale in Barcade, correct? correct. Uh, yeah, I no. think that's right. Uh, was it in Barcade? I think we did that two yeah. years in a row. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, th- so this, I don't know if this video is still <laughs> kicking around somewhere. I probably look great. Yeah. I probably look fantastic. So young, so you joyful. The, who wants to start? Let's let's just toss toss our little our little guys out I, there. I, I'll kick it off because Fresh literally changed his answer because he's copying my homework. Fresh was gonna <laughs> oh, okay. bring Journey. I'm getting that on the record. But then Journey would be my his, number two. Yeah, his favorite game of all time came out this year, and maybe he maybe he should bring that. Uh, which is Spelunky HD came out in 2012, and we the besties did not give it. The bestie. That is, of I mean, we're getting it out of the way right up top. Of all of the misses for me, this to me is, I I kind of can't believe it in retrospect. And I and I remember thinking back, and I'll bet there's video footage of it. Part of this is really just like Justin's bad at games. Well, yeah, and true. also, wasn't there an argument that like the game had been out and playable for a while, but not in like its finished. You know, uh, was this when it came out on Xbox Live Arcade? Yeah, yeah, that was that was the yeah. first edition of it, right? But it had been playable for a bit, like on PC, right? No, no, no th- like was... there was a like a spelunky. It looked and felt very different. I mean, it was checked. It, it was like a rough draft. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good choice. So wait, what did you go with, Russ? If not this. Um, oh, I, I wrote Journey, Journey, but I forgot that Splunky HD came out in 2012. So that is my actual oh, okay. pick. Um, interesting. See, I went with, uh, there were a lot of good games in 2012. I thought about Walking Dead just because that first season was so good. And I would say transformative for, well, I was going to say the industry, but really it was 
just it was just telltale and just for uh, a couple for years like, and then they stopped for like, existing well, for maybe like six <laughs> years or so but that was a good time a change that never came i picked hotline miami mm. oh, uh of all the games that came out that year i uh i have replayed hotline miami one and two uh on on ps vita uh maybe a dozen times uh i think hotline miami just com- completely beats ass and i would like be down to play at any time the soundtrack was good the the action was good it's is a good game great soundtrack man um justin this is a good game that you're going to talk about speaking of uh great soundtracks i'm just gonna let me just give you guys like 20 seconds tell me tell me so few soundtracks have whipped more ass than this it's very frustrating oh yeah baby Just let it bring it in. I only needed a second. I mean, fuck, super hexagon. Like, I fired it up last night when I was making this list, right? Ten years old this game is. And I was like, I played it, and I was like, let me remind myself. First off, the soundtrack hits really hard. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I think I could do a little better than I just did. And then I was like, "Oh no, I know. <laughs> I'm re I'm I'm in again on Super Hexagon. This is unfathomable." For people that didn't um, play it, maybe a quick refresher. Oh man, it's whoa! It's like, yeah, hmm. it's very basic. But basically, you're in a you are a tiny triangle in a concentric uh, hexagons that are. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, that are closing and opening and leaving very small gaps for you to rotate to. So you're basically like rotating yourself back and forth to try to find the gaps, but it's very much about like finding the, the, the all the visualization is is timed perfectly to the music, um, and it's very much one of those like get in the zone type games. And it's really, really, really. It hard. looks like if they were it was an '80s movie, but it was set in the future, and they showed a video game in that. That's what yeah. the video game yeah. would look yeah. like. Or if yeah. trance was a video game instead of a music genre. It would be this. But that's Fez. Like, not Fez. <laughs> Although Fez did come out in 2012 and had maybe my favorite video game soundtrack Rez, of all mean. time. Rez is what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Are, this, I, do I we think, have to pick a winner? Or well, I, think, what's, what's I think the... we already did. It, Splunky HD wins. It has two votes. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to like, the suck. We might I have to do it that and fast. I came up with the rules does and you get... weren't ready for it. Wait, Splunky does HD wins 2012, baby. No. Designer no. still yeah, exists. Just, okay, got it. All right. You know what? Two votes. That works. That's fine. Go. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, one other Let's thing go. I want to mention from this year, Gravity Rush came this year. I knew it wasn't going to win, but I wanted to just let people know, you should go download Gravity Rush. That game rules. Okay. Agreed. Good game. I haven't actually heard you, I haven't actually heard you talk about it before, Chris. That's weird. Yeah, that's very Why weird. Why do I feel like I'm being picked on? Uh, 2013, are. our winner was The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. <laughs> Which which one is that? What's that? That's the three. That's the fucking super good 3ds. Amazing one. Yeah. Really, 3ds really, really one. Probably 3DS my second like favorite Zelda walls. game of all time. Absolutely yeah. amazing game. I'm I'm gonna change mine again. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my so god! So we've got Griffin hit. Uh, get us started. Yeah, I put in papers, please. Uh, <laughs> this game's great. It's a wild fucking. It game. is a sick game. Yeah, it's cool. it's it's uh you know we got more Lucas Pope representation here with uh, Return of the Obra Dinn. Um, but Papers, Please was uh, one of my favorite kind of games, which is one where I'm like, oh, people are talking about this. I should check it out. And then I turn it on and I play all of it. 
like in the span of an afternoon. Uh, and I, I thought it was a, just, just like Oberdin is like in its own sort of genre. Like, is there another game like Papers, Please? That is all about like <laughs> navigating there, bureaucracy. Yeah, and- there, there have been some like kind of games inspired by it, but none that rose to the occasion. Also, I want to apologize. I was not laughing at Griffin's Choice. Griffin's Choice is fantastic. I was laughing at Frustick once again going to the Google Doc and changing his answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I wanted to nominate the uh, the Stanley Parable. If you have never played it, it is one of my favorite like gaming experiences that really, weirdly, kind of like Papers, Please, takes the mechanics of video games and some of the tropes of video games and uses them to like say something really impactful. Um, it's an extremely, maybe the first like extremely meta game, right? Like it, I, if, if there's others before it that have done this sort of vibe, it doesn't necessarily uh, occur to me. Not, um, not remotely as well. As not Stanley remotely Parable. as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's by Davey Reardon. He re-released, I think a, a new, an so, expanded, mm ultra deluxe version. So that's coming out this year and a theory that I've seen, which I think is more one of those things I want to be true than is likely to be true is that it's actually a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Which makes sense. That would be on brand. It's very weird for it not to be a sequel. It's a great, if you've never played it, it's honestly like, it's fantastic, and it's probably super cheap. It's also uh, the one Let's of the see. best Steam awards, I think, is in that one, where if you don't play the game for five years, you get a Steam achievement. Huh. I, I, think, uh, I think that's right. I would also say, uh, as we're talking through these, uh, th- we probably would spend like two or three hours doing this episode if we had to sort of like get a summary of what each of these games are. So, So just trust that they're very good, and if they're interesting or sounding to you, you should Google them. I'm all. I only slowed down a little bit for these that people may not. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. We can, yeah. You know, it's a little more. It's okay. Okay. Frosh, do you want to tell people what you change it to so it doesn't sound like you? No, my me? original pick on this year was is, and is Towerfall. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I changed it. I I don't actually even remember what. I, oh yeah, I changed it from GTA Five, which I yeah. I stand by. It's a very good game. But Towerfall, uh, I you know I considered that too, but mostly as like a technical like I felt like some deference was owed to Grand Theft Auto Five just because of how like I mean not just technical I mean it is probably the most convincing open world environment I have ever played like that right. level of like fidelity in an entire city and country or you know whatever countryside is very fucking wild yeah. so i i give that game a lot of credit obviously <laughs> it has the ouya came out and it was ready to kick some ass <laughs> yeah, yeah this towerfall has got to be one of the top 100 ouya games <laughs> easy easy um towerfall i feel like it's a smaller game so i'm gonna just briefly mention um imagine like a smash brothers but using more 8-bit snes or snes level graphics a uh, bunch of little like wizard people with bows and arrows and everyone's a one-shot kill, and it just turns into this totally amazing multiplayer game. We've talked about Towerfall a ton on the Besties in many, many years past, but I feel like it's been a while since we have. Um, fucking sick. One of my favorite multiplayer games ever, ever made. Uh, it's great on Switch. It almost ruined our careers, I think, Fresh. Like, you and you and I specifically, the amount of time that we played this in the New York office when we should have been working... Yeah. ...is... I. I I mean that you know it's working. It's research, Chris Plant. 
Yeah, Vox Media almost right. uh, you know invested in esports because we were we were ready to go pro. It, that that is honestly the last time, and it makes me sad to think about this. It's the last time that I like consistently played any one game locally with other people. Yeah, for like yeah. any extended period of time. Like we this played. This is starting to. Sorry, this is starting to feel like between Spelunky winning the last year and then Towerfall winning this year, just like the Chris and Russ. No, it, it'll like, change. Well, let's see what happens. Yeah, in let's wait till twenty fourteen because. Yeah, that's fair. Chris, the tide's about Chris to turn. Is not going to get his way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I changed my option to Towerfall because Fresh was so inspired and I, I feel yeah. so moved by it. I had Wise. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Towerfall, yes. I guess? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. 2014 was Dark Souls 2, a wonderful video. And we might want to give some backstory as to why it was Dark Souls 2. Yeah, I'm sure people are on the edge of their seats. Well, the, the people that maintain the wiki for the besties have stated that the only reason Dark Souls 2 won is because New York Giraffe showed up and voted as a tiebreaker vote because we were stuck on between Dark Souls 2 and Hearthstone. If I remember, I was definitely in the pro Hearthstone camp. I think Griffin was Dark yeah, Souls 2. Yeah, I don't two. know what... Yeah, but looking back, like that's by far probably my least favorite FromSoft game, so I don't know why I was... Uh, maybe, you know, I was a man in the desert looking for a, a FromSoft oasis. I think that's from. right. No, no, you know what? I, I love Dark Souls 2. I like I, I genuinely love this game and I am very glad that we gave it to to this game because I know that there's a lot of people who hate this game and they're wrong. Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 2 rules and it's the bet it's the bet like it's I never finished Dark Souls 1 cuz it sucks and it's mean and Dark Souls 2 is is uh really hard. It's a game for babies. Well, okay. Oh, sorry. Well, whatever. So let's talk about our alternates. Um Okay, I have a question here. Yeah, you're all you're all gonna push Destiny forward, and I respect that. Destiny was not a good game. Okay, year. and that that's why I wrote down in the notes. I wrote Destiny eventually because you're right. I think the dialogue when we did it was like, you know, it'll probably get there eventually. Yeah, but like it's not there yes. now. But we're it's now. Yeah, it got it's there. now, and we know it's now. Okay. It got there. I will okay. also say when Destiny launched, it had problems with like uh progression the story was uh doo-doo garbage it was a bad game when it uh, launched but no but it was f like fucking fun like the core the gameplay shoot, shoot, the bang. feel of the sure. shooting the uh, using the abilities like all that stuff was great and they've iterated on it a bunch obviously in the last eight years but it still has that same core of like oh this is like when halo felt really good like it has that that vibe to it now justin you wrote destiny in all caps yeah because i was very excited to see this because this was an easy one for me it's destiny okay destiny counterpoint mario kart 8 is the best mario kart game of all time what is that like are, how is this a mario kart 8 i don't Wait, really I mario I, yeah i don't really like mario kart games to be honest yeah they're not they're kind of i kind of like forza i, oh, <laughs> I thought mario kart gosh, 8 was a like, switch game racing. oh my gosh yeah. it was the deluxe they just re-released it as a deluxe game so that was originally on well, the wii like u release ah! it's kind of a cat it feels like kind of a cash in okay destiny <laughs> yeah destiny is a pure game for the players okay right <laughs> it doesn't care about money it just cares about fun <laughs> yeah not like mario kart 8 <laughs> This is a cynical cash grab. That yeah. blue shell, wow. there's no skill involved. It's such a, like, Thank you just you. shoot it and you win. 
Yeah. Yes. Basically. Why is it Solid Snake <laughs> in it? And okay. I think we can all agree uh, that Chocobo Racing is a way better. Yeah. Give me racing. VW Bug Racing Adventure. 2015 is is a tricky year because according Whoa, to our wiki, how did we do this? No, how no, no. I, 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 I have a solution for this. According to our wiki, we said it was a tie between Bloodborne, Rocket League, and Undertale, which makes no sense because there are four of us. Right. So, yeah. I. I, I don't want to go back and listen to it. It'll make me confused and probably angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think if we can all agree right now, we give it to Bloodborne because I think all of us really love this game. I understand there are going to be people people who love Rocket League in our mentions. Maybe we'll talk about it in the reader the reader mail segment, and then we can we can debate Rocket League, Undertale, and a few other big games. I think we, we should think talk about should what people picked, though, because it is kind of interesting, because I'm the only one here that picked Bloodborne as the... Well, I didn't pick it because I assumed we would just give it the win. I don't understand how this happened, because I don't like Rocket League or Undertale, and I love Bloodborne. So, like, I don't understand how this happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this should have been a Bloodborne win if Justin yeah. and Russ were... Let's just say it's a Bloodborne board. win. Well, yeah. For the main yeah, one. Weird. I don't understand. It, yeah, yeah. But, yeah let, let, let's, not, let's not think about it. If you look directly into the sign, it'll hurt your eyes. Um, but it is interesting also that The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt came out that year. Yeah, um, that was mostly because, like, I definitely didn't play it because, like, I had, like, things to do. But since then, I have become quite a fan of that game. Uh, but Bloodborne's a better game. And maybe, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it's the best from, from software game they've made. So, Can I be real with you? Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, the whole reason I didn't play it is there was a, a guy in Vox Media's uh, product and IT department who we were in D.C. for something with Polygon, getting sub sandwiches, and the line was 20 minutes long, and he spent the entire time talking about different grenade types in it. And I was Mm. like, I am never going to play this game just because of this bad subway experience. And then it turned out it was um, really good. Okay, you were in a we're tw- you were in a twenty down. minute line at Subway. Well, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't Subway. It was actually <laughs> it was like a pretty nice sub restaurant okay, in DC fine. that probably is not in existence anymore. Um, okay, so I think we just give that to Bloodborne. Okay, okay, as the win. Yeah, as the win. And then Griff, what do you want to? Yeah, you I, pick, I mean, I, I picked Undertale. I, the, the, I I love this game up and down, and uh, I, I I know that it is. There are people who super don't like it, um, but I I think the the story that the whole conceit of not murdering everyone, the soundtrack, like there's a reason that it 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 is it remains a sort of uh, cultural staple for I would say young younger youngish gamers. Um, so yeah, Undertale is one of my favorite games ever. It's got to be that. Uh, her story. By Sam Barlow is uh, uh, resuscitated and I would say validated the FMV genre. Maybe this is why. Maybe I abstained in 2015 because her story is so obviously the winner. Uh, mm. It is a really interesting story told in a fascinating way, um, and it uses video better than any game before it in history, and probably every game since. Uh, it is the high watermark of an entire genre, and congratulations to Herstory. So it's actually, the, it's actually pronounced. Uh, it's actually pronounced Herstory. Thank Herstory. you. I, uh, the Witcher Three: The Wild Hunt, or however, however you say it, they had this wild idea, which was: what if the thing you spend the most of your time doing in a video game, the side quest, was actually fun? 
and then they went mm. and made it. And I, I very few people have been able to uh, do exactly that ever since, including the people who made it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. Someone changed mine, which I originally wrote Bloodborne, and someone wrote, nope, no, you don't. Because you erased it. No, I, I erased it. And then it. I was, I thought, oh, Plan erased it. Okay, I thought Frust erased it to bring up something No, no. Different. Watch out for him. All right, so you pick Bloodborne. Which is the winner of the year. Right. Do we need um, another game from me? No, we don't need another game from you. We just need to, to call it for her story and move on. To call it for her story and move on. I would not do that. Okay, so we're saying the original winner should have been Bloodborne, so we're calling the original winner yes. Bloodborne. So, so right. Fresh, I would say your job is to pick between the three Yeah, games it's The Witcher. I'm sorry, there. other two, but Hell, it's definitely The yes. Witcher. This is my episode. <laughs> yeah, you're... I actually, well, except for really, Mario Kart 8, P.U. I actually really like The Witcher. Thank you. I, so, no, no worries there. Never finished it, but I mean, who did? Um, hey, I, did both of you guys finish it? Um, yes, wow. I did. It was spectacular. Wow. I need to go I, back and finish I, it's it. It's one of those where, like, I got so deep in before I fell off that, like, I don't feel like I could it, go. It did. It, towards the end, it does point. feel like, okay, I just want to be done with the story because it is a little long. But finishing it made me feel really good. And it, it See, I have this theory nice that book. the game doesn't have an ending. <laughs> and the people who say that it does are just, like, trying to save face. Everyone just gets, like, yeah. You eventually just get to a black screen right. with white text. It's like, okay, this is all we made up. So please just tell it's the been, people you finished. It's it's is like half a, half a map. And no one actually knows. <laughs> it's, it's been 800 hours, you fucking weirdo. Go do If you turn else. back on your Switch, he's still falling through the geography. Wait, y'all, <laughs> did, you, did you hear about the ending of Fight Club in China? No. Did you not hear about this? They oh, So yeah. they finally released a cut of Fight Club in China, and it ends with them looking out the windows, but instead of the city exploding, it just immediately cuts to black, and it says, the police were notified and responded immediately. Cool. <laughs> um, 2016, Stardew Valley won. Duh. Stardew Valley... The yeah, best. That was my... Uh, I think this is our best best choice. Because, like, Breath of the Wild, I mean, that was obvious. I think everybody in the world picked that. But Stardew Valley, looking back, we, we nailed this one. Yeah. Uh, I picked Dark Souls 3 as my runner-up. I would say a much better title than Dark Souls 2. Probably my third favorite from software game. Uh, which is still saying something. Mm. Uh, I, 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 I don't think I finished it the first time I, I went at it because there was a lot of competition in 2016, but uh, I have since gone back, and it's it's just it's just really, really good. It's very good. I, I do wish, my one thing on Dark Souls 3 is that I do wish they weren't so, I guess, reverential to the first Dark Souls, because it's all, like, a lot of references and, like, throwback stuff to that game. There is, yeah. But the core elements of it are very, very good. The, the the diversity of like what kind of builds you can go for, I think, is is like the best uh, that FromSoft has made in Dark Souls Three. Like, there's so many different ways to play through that game. They added all like the special weapon techs and all that jazz. Uh, it's just it's just a fantastic game. Yeah, juice. Oh, buddy, it's Titanfall Two. Not only is it like a thrilling, uh, really, really, really fun multiplayer experience. The campaign is so much better than it has any right to be, and it really uh, not only does it have like a lot of really cool creative levels, but like has a genuinely good emotional relationship between a a, a robot and his pilot. 
Uh, BT has a lot of great moments in Titanfall 2. It's very exciting. Remember when you get the pistol? Remember that? Remember the part mm-hmm. with the pistol and the thing? It's in the pistol. Okay. Titanfall 2 is is my is my choice. Yeah, I, I agree. Titanfall 2 is it. And uh, Fresh is going to bring a game that has one of the, I would say, like top 20 best ga- like levels of all time. Unfortunately, Titanfall 2 has two has of those what levels in one game. levels in 2016. Yeah. A lot of good levels. Um, a lot of good levels. I would counter that by saying I believe oh, the game that I'm bringing is Dishonored 2, and I believe Dishonored 2 also has two extremely fucking good levels in it. The Clockwork Mansion. Well, Clockwork Mansion yeah. and that time travel level in Dishonored 2, which is also super fucking sick. Where you're oh, using the yeah. clock time travel level in Titanfall 2. Yeah, they both yeah, had that. But That's true. Dishonored 2 had two of them, is what Fresh is saying. Yeah, but but I'm saying Timefall 2 had, the, they had the time travel level, right? It also had the level where the entire um, uh, fabricated homes are built around you while you're playing the level. Yeah, so, you, cool level so you're too. really balancing because there's or, both games have a time travel mm-hmm. level and mm-hmm. both games have another level. So you're balancing whether the Clockwork Mansion is better than the home fabrication level. Oh, yeah, but what's interesting about this is your game has one vote and my game has two. <laughs> now, wait, yeah, no, wait so. just a minute. Wait just a minute. Because Dark Souls 3 had Aerithil of the Boreal Valley. It had the Catacombs of Karthus. <laughs> right? Do you, real, do, you, 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 do you know that you're actually erasing times that you've had sex in your life? <laughs> the, Church of Yorshka, the Church of Yorshka? There goes mm-hmm. another one. That was a good one, too. Okay, oh, but you're erasing them from the time stop, stream. Stop, wait, 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 though. Not, not joking, okay? The profaned capital really left a deep impression on me. <laughs> Griffin, your back hair, it's out of control. <laughs> it's absorbing everything in the room. All right, so Titanfall 2 then, by law of, of by law large of numbers. Yeah. This is a cold clinical yeah. exercise, and we are going to take a quick break from it. Congratulations, Titanfall 2. Quick break, and we'll be right back after this. You go get a phone, you just want a phone, talk to your friends and family, you're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Y'all... You already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, 
get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rocketmoney.com slash besties 2017's fun because it's like we gave it to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild which is I think a lot of people could make the argument the best game ever made and so everything else we pick after that is like like I picked Destiny 2 <laughs> which seems like just some like game jam project compared to Breath of the Wild um I don't know if it's okay to pick Destiny and Destiny 2 on the same episode, though. I think you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm mean, going to pick Destiny 2. It's like the first one, but fucking better. Plant has been, I think Plant is a little, uh, having a little fun. Yeah. Because on our, on our sheet here, on our notes, he is he has made a habit of picking several games and then just going whichever way the time No, 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 no. You can, you can go back and look at it. The first game is the game that I always pick. The other things are things I wish I'd, I like could mention because I you know I want to make sure people play good games. Like for 2016, we didn't talk about Pokemon Go, and that's that's kind of a crime, right? Like Pokemon Go is a very important game. It just we did talk at length during that bestie. I remember that recording that besties and and the world changing nature that was Pokemon Go for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I put Gravity Rush two for 2017, not because I'm going to actually pick it. But because, again, I am here advocating on behalf of a great series that, like, 12 people played. And maybe maybe if I can get that number to 13 or 14, I've done my job. Yeah. Okay, but let's I, just keep that keep that, rec- keep that explanation in mind when we get to the next round where Chris has picked eight okay. fucking <laughs> games. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm I'm to change it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make no, sure No, no, no. Don't change it. Don't change it after I said that. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, you got to no. leave I, it. I, 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 I clarified it. I clarified it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. Plant. What is your what is your game for this this year? It's near Automata. I, I mean, is there even a question? I mean, not for you. I, I think everyone knew not it was going to be near Automata for you. Clearly, there was a question for the rest of us because it didn't win. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, but Justin, you, I believe, you later backpedaled on this and said because you didn't play near when we talked about this. I'm not here to talk about Near Automata. I'm here to talk about number one victory royale. <laughs> nope, nope, yeah, nope. Fortnite, we about to get down. There's no way Fortnite is so, not the nope. best game of 2017. Fortnite yeah, rules. Justin, Justin. I just discovered it. I don't know if you guys ever heard about it. I just discovered it a couple weeks <laughs> yeah. ago. But it's fucking fun. You get this guy, Boba Fett, playing hacky sack in it. It's got John Wick. Doing Gangnam style in it. It's got everything in it. Spider-Man in it. It's great. Fortnite. Congratulations. I put Fortnite. I'm just going to spoil it. I put it in 2020 because that's when the game actually came out. What? 
Yes. What do you Fortnite what and in that it came out of early access, access in 2020? No bullshit. And that is also when it transcended from oh, I get it, PUBG knockoff to like at that at this point it's like oh, it is a cultural metaphor. No, 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 no. That's ridiculous. Yep. It yep. came out in 2017. The game bye did bye. not substantively hopes. Person who didn't play Fortnite until two weeks ago, Chris Plant. The game did not substantively change in 2020. They can call it whatever they want, but it came I, out in 2017. Uh, I was playing I mean, Fortnite in 2017 before all of y'all. Before yeah, all check of the stats. Um, let's check the stats. Because Chris so Grant out. yelled at me because nobody else was playing it. So I played it. This is, um, I mean, uh, you can just see the passion that the best game of 2017 uh, is able to engender in people. Fresh, did you have sort of a sacrificial lamb you wanted to offer <laughs> yeah, up Fortnite? I, I picked a small little known title called Mario Odyssey. I'm changing my I'm changing my I'm changing my answer to Mario Odyssey. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> Justin just changed his near automata. A counterattack from Justin. I changed my near automata. That game fucking rules and it's still in my Thank heart. You. Uh, long after I played it, I can't, I, I, I can't shake it. Um, it is, uh, I love Mario Odyssey. (laughs) Okay. Now someone on on our sheet, someone named Craig has, uh, chosen Mario Odyssey. Now would you say Craig chose Mario Odyssey or Mario Odyssey? Cause that might give us a hint as to who Craig might actually be. I'm Um, just saying, Cappy, throw Cappy at the dinosaur, become a dinosaur. Ten out Near of ten. Automata, though, guys, it's sweeping. It's it's incredible. It's emotional. It's haunting. It's There's a lot of fun. downtime it's... in that game. A lot of downtime. No, I played I'm, it. Uh, can, can, ha, I'm gonna, here's my case for Near Mario Odyssey. It, it, fantastic game. Near is core to the besties experience. For you to not get a chance to knock it out during our 10 year anniversary special would be an act of cruelty to all of you. Um, yeah, okay. that's true. Counter, uh, just another counter. Uh-huh. Uh, Platinum Games, who made this, yes? Uh-huh. Has made so many better, like, fighting systems. I never enjoyed the fighting in Nier Automata. I enjoyed everything else about it, but, like, I would much rather play a Bayonetta. I would much rather play a Transformers Devastation. Not, not to no, mention- No, no, no. That also, that, no, no, no. That's like being, like- uh, you know what? Cormac McCarthy's books aren't good because the sentences are too simple. There are other books. No, that's not what I said. Sentences. That's not what I'm saying at all. I am saying that the combat in your automata kind of sucks. And in a no, it, since no, Platinum Games is no. a developer, okay. that, yeah, this right. is some just showing that you're a bad gamer. But that's okay. We have we, yeah. we like bad gamers. And it takes like ten hours to get to something that is more interesting. And even that did not super click for me as something that was the most interesting. Dope ass music in near, really good art design. There's a lot of cruft in that game, a lot. And if it was a three hour game, it would probably be my game of the year. But it's a forty hour game, and it isn't. Well, um, it's a forty hour game if you want to get ending alpha one dash. I wanted to see the true ending, and I did, and it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it's great. It's so worth it. You're so. It was good. I want to move on because I'm getting angry. I just Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Fine, fine. But I'm gonna write Fortnite. I can't believe that Nier Automata is not gonna be in our final conversation. Well, you got the you've gotten nine of your fucking games to win. Yeah, but it's the only one I care about. (laughs) Well, that's got a sting. Um, Um, 2018 Return of the Overdan crushed it. Nobody's made a better game than that yet. 
It's been what three three years and change. It is a sick game. I don't think there's been a better like right now. If you're like Justin, I'll give you a sequel to any game ever made. It would be over. Yeah, <laughs> it would be another uh, or or something. You know, whatever Lucas wants to. M- my man Lucas wants to make next. Um, George Lucas. Georgie Lucas. <laughs> Pope, Pope George Lucas. <laughs> uh, I picked Monster Hunter World. That was such a good game. That was such a good game, guys. Such a good game. It's wild that that Return of the Overdin won this year because so God of War came out this year. Spider Man, Monster Hunter World, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Red Dead Redemption Two, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It was just I, and our and our and the winner from this year also. What what. Dead Cells. Oh right, I was Dead Cells is also. Hold on, you didn't let you didn't let Plant finish his non-committal answer. No, uh, he has a committal uh, answer. Uh, I do. My well, winner is Celeste. And I'll just go back in time, and it also said dot 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 or Prey Moon Crash. So you well, like again your that explanation was, of I just want to expose the world to these great indie games like Smash Ultimate and Red Dead Redemption Two. No, no, my, my, oh my gosh, reading literacy. What I was doing with it's called setting up an idea. That these oh, are not the winners. Okay. And then I was gonna say Celeste is the real winner. And then Prey Moon Crashes are like, hey, by the way, whisper to like the people in the know, you should go play this game because it's better than Arcane's most recent game. He's doing some Cormac okay. McCarthy stuff in there. Yeah, it's yeah. just like Cormac McCarthy. <laughs> it's just like saying Cormac McCarthy's books aren't as good as Arcane games. No country for gamer men. Celeste is a sick, very, very, very good game. God of War, however is probably the best third-person action game I've ever played. Hmm. Mm. I will change my answer to God of War. Oh, I was about to change mine to Celeste. Okay, whatever. Wait, really? <laughs> I was about to change mine to Dead Cells. <laughs> yeah, I thought Celeste beats ass. Celeste is a really good game. The old- I don't like Celeste, so I'll do you God of War before we can unearth this. Okay, fine. I don't want to get bogged down. Yeah, um, I, I, we already right. have, we have Towerfall going forward, right? Okay. I love God of War. I really, I was shocked by, um, I, I love how in con- in conversation God of War is with its mm-hmm. history um, in a way that like, I don't, I, I don't think most like films that are remakes um, have been able to achieve where it's like God of War is in dialogue with itself. Like it's in, in dialogue with its own like weird history and its own weird past. And that's really, really Did you see awesome. that new Matrix? Like, it's very... Uh, yes, yeah. I did, and it's. Do you guys want to just do an episode? Yeah, yeah. That no, we cool. can. Um, it really, really. And, and just to confirm, we're um, talking about the Dave Jaffe got or right? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. And I didn't yes. know you were so casual, so well acquainted with David Jaffe that you're calling him <laughs> Dave now. Me and Dave. <laughs> this is this is my cool brother who buys me beer, Dave Jaffe. <laughs> Look, he's so angry. Okay. He hates okay. his dad. He gets me beer. He gets me beer and I get him tips on how to get past the first room in Metroid games. <laughs> okay. Uh, 2019, we chose... Wait, what was the winner of the Sekiro last one? 2018, Sh- God of War? Yeah, okay. it's yeah. God of War. We chose Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Fuck yeah. Yes, that game is good. I don't know how that <laughs> I happened. Like it. <laughs> um, that game beats that. I think it's because... When you beat the final boss and get like the final ending, conquering that boss is one of the most exhilarating 
singular video game yeah. experiences ever. And it, it, it you were on a cocaine high when you way. voted for this, basically, is what you're saying. Also, Fresh, you had not played Outer Wilds. That's why that was the, that is the real reason yeah, why Sekiro won is because I couldn't physically play Outer Wilds. And now that I have, I definitely know that it would have won that year. Yeah, I'd probably. Oh, that's weird because here on the sheet you've written Outer Wilds or Control. Yeah, that's uh, true. Oh, it seems there's a lot so of. You don't definitely know. Yeah. Huh. But See, I never Wilds. wrote it like that, to be clear. <laughs> or or is a powerful word, and I would never have been like, hey, I can do either or. I wrote Outer Wilds first, though. My pick is Outer you Wilds. You did. I would, I would, knowing what I know now, I would probably change my vote to, to Outer Wilds. Yeah. I think that game is a very, very a very special game. Justin, do you want to give a, a a little blessing to Control before we move on? Yeah, Control's a great like. Not only is it like a really atmospheric, cool third person shooter with really interesting combat, um, and uh, it's also like kind of a great comeback story for Remedy. Uh, Remedy because it they had had such a rough patch and released like what I think is a, actually a bad game. Like I don't say that a lot. like it's truly. A quantum bad game. Break. Quantum break. Break. Quantum break is yeah, truly bad. bad. Um, in ways that may or may not be their fault. No, <laughs> it's, it's unclear. No. Uh, yes, but, it was a little bit their fault. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's some other stuff. Anyway, uh, uh, Control was great. Um, I actually originally on here before it was so clear I was going to die on the cross. Uh, I, uh, I had... Um, uh, Disco Elysium, which if you did not play Disco Elysium and you like a uh, sort of a isometric RPG and a lot of reading and a lot of thinking and a lot of feeling and a lot of growing, Disco Elysium is very, very good. Takes a little while to get going, but it's it's excellent. So uh, control, hey, people should go play it, but don't play the DLC. Whatever you do, don't I play agree. That DLC is bad. They are. As a fan of it, Alan Wake, it made me sad. So don't play yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's also just like made me like. I actually know I love that game, but like having that be the final thing from it was not did not leave me in a good place with it. Twenty twenty, I actually struggled with because it's so clearly like this is. The, I think this was maybe the easiest yeah vote we ever had by far. Yeah, yeah, it's Hades. Hades, Hades was the winner, and I I said it then. I stand by it. That game is fun, no matter what's going on in your life, how far you are in the game. What time of day it is, your general emotional state. Yeah. Not just fun, but like fun. emotionally moving, amazing art. It, it was fucking great. I mean, we don't horny need to. Is, horny as hell. Horny as yeah. all hell. Horniest yeah. game on this entire list, I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'll go first. My alternate pick is a pick that I know other people won't necessarily pick, but it is Half-Life Alex. Um, which is a little bit surprising because I did play like 500 hours of Animal Crossing but when I think back to both of those games, the game that sticks with me as like sticks to my ribs, like I just had a really good meal, is Half-Life Alex. Incredibly memorable. Uh, there's like, I mean, part of it is because it's VR, so it's like literally immersive, like I'm in it. Uh, but man, so much dope shit in that game. Definitely the best like VR experience I've ever had. And um, for the people who kind of bounced off of it, specifically Justin Griffin, Please go back and play it because it, holy shit, it, it's amazing. Um, quest I mean, native yet? No, I don't know still... that it'll ever be quest native, but you can yeah. play it wired on quest or you could set it up wireless. I know a few people that have played it wirelessly using 
Quest Cloud, wherever that tech is, um, yeah. that also works really well. I was just, anytime I throw on my headset, I just end up tumbling into the metaverse. Yeah, it spend happens. Some time with, spend some time with my friends. Your good friend, Rick other. and Morty. Rick and Morty, and I get turned into a pickle man, and then I show everyone my NFTs. Awesome. I picked Animal Crossing. It was 2020. It was, a sh- it was a fucking bad, it was a shitty fucking year, and Animal Crossing let me, um, you know, have have uh, b- birthday parties with my friends <laughs> from afar. You know, it's a good ass. It's a good ass game. It's still good. I didn't end up playing it for fifteen years straight, which I may be expected, but it, it dulled the pain of twenty twenty. You know what? I picked Miles Morales, which I don't have any illusions about winning or not winning, um, or or winning this. But I did want to just give credit to. Uh, I love the scale of that where it's not necessarily DLC and it's not a standalone, but as a way to like keep a, a franchise in mm-hmm. people's minds, um, it, it was a wonderful just like here's more of this. And it's not drastically different, but it's different enough. Um, the character of, of Miles, as he's realized in the game, is really good. And it also like was the first game that I played on the PlayStation 5 or any next gen console uh, where it felt like, oh, I get it. Because there's like so much happening on screen at once, and it all looks great. Um, I really, really, really liked. Miles Amen. I, more uh, fifteen hour games, please. More exactly right. Like just that that scale. I think it was like forty bucks at launch, something like that. Like great, great, excellent. Now Chris Plant is. Cre- oh, I was gonna say oh, Chris Plant God. created. <laughs> Chris Plant created some uh, tension because he he drew a bunch of ellipses on the document and has now replaced it with. 13 sentinels baby he yeah. just ran he actually extended the b mm-hmm. so it's b a b b b b b y so it's bad that's actually a reference to death stranding maybe um 13 sentinels aegis rim absolutely rules uh it is a i don't know visual novel like adventure game where you do time loops with a bunch of kids in japan and it effectively collides every single science fiction trope ever into one story. But it also doesn't get good for 20 hours. So No, it, it gets good immediately. It rules. It is gorgeous. It's coming out on Switch next year. I know for a fact this is the last time that we're going to talk about it until it is on Switch. True. We're going to have a whole episode about it, baby. No. It's going to be great. Um, oh uh, yeah. This oh, is the we, first time we... that we've picked different, different stuff. games. Yeah. I, I think I think Animal Crossing wins here. I mean, I would actually be swayed to that too. That was a really I think I said at the time is like the most maybe the most important game ever released. Like in terms of like we really need this right now. I, w- I will also um, say I, uh, the like additions to that game have maybe been slow to roll out, but they have released like two major patches that have like added a ridiculous amount of shit to the game. Um, so I, I would say that they have been fairly good stewards of, of keeping that good vibe going. Yes, I agree. And then the one we did f- fucking four weeks ago. Let's let's get back into that, huh? <laughs> Chris Plant. Jesus. <laughs> Plant, do yours first, because it didn't even come up in the Game of the Year discussions, and now you're adding no, it, it as a... If you, if, I if mean, you miss uh, it, it was Resident Evil 8 that we picked last, last it, four weeks ago. Yes, Village. Yeah. 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 yeah, also, I, I want to say... I can't believe that um, that like Kentucky Route Zero isn't anywhere on our final bracket because that feels like one of the most besties games ever. 
I feel like it deserves yeah. like an honorary spot on this bracket. We can talk about that off the thing, but that, it's like weird that it's not there considering it almost won many years. Um, yeah, yeah anyway. but I think the general c- consensus, if I recall, was that it didn't that it didn't quite stick the landing in terms of the oh. ending, and that's why people like. I thought the fifth chapter was great. Yeah, that's. But anyway, we can't. Yeah, what's anyway, not? What's not? Well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. the The winner for twenty twenty one that isn't Resident Evil Eight, we all agree, is Death Stranding director's cut. <laughs> um, I like that you game. didn't include Death Stranding in the year that it actually came out, but rather the director's cut. Yeah, so because what I, changed? I, you know, I want people to have the best experience. Okay, okay. Wh- why is the director's cut so much better than the normal version? Because you can get put... Just tell me it's longer and slower, <laughs> please. Yeah, it, it is longer, and it is, there's more talking. But you can also, like, hurl yourself across the map with, a, uh, like, a, a, a catapult. You could do that before, oh. couldn't you? No. Come on. That's no. funny, actually, because uh, the first time I played Death Stranding, mm-hmm. it made me want to hurl myself across <laughs> a ravine on a catapult, but definitely uh-huh. not make it. Um, <laughs> then rather than play another fucking second of... I wear... I that sound, What you just described sounds fun, and if I worry if I had fun while playing Death Stranding, I might assume I'd been hacked yeah. and have to delete it I, from my I, I actually genuinely loved Death Stranding when it first came out. I did not play the director's cut, so I can't speak to that. But um, it is a good game, but I would also say I've criticized a lot of games today, uh, 13, yeah. 13 Sentinels and uh, Near Automata for being very slow to start, and Death Stranding is slow to start. So. And slow to middle, and slow to end. <laughs> I actually like, uh, for what it's worth, I like Death Stranding too. I couldn't finish it. It, it is just, funny to make fun I of I got though. too bogged. Yeah. It's a good, it's like, Weirdly, so in t- like the actual experience of playing it is so in tune with the like mechanics of what the main character is doing. Like, I feel that. Like, yeah. when I set my weight down for a week or so and didn't play it, I couldn't pick the weight back up. It was just too much. <laughs> I had to leave it where I found it. Uh, I picked I picked Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch. One, I do think that's a really great game, and there's DLC coming out very soon that I'm excited to. Uh, dip back in on but for me this is a very personal pick because this game came out in March uh, which is when my son Gus was born and I think that the Switch is a gift to new parents when you have like time to just like chill in a dark room and you know kill kill oh. kill a few big dragons or whatever and take their That's horns. so funny Griffin because I had the exact same experience with World it came out uh, right when Cooper yeah. was born. Yeah. So I had like a ton of like 3 a.m. just yes. like zoning out, what trying to get her back to sleep. And man, it Honestly, Monster Hunter is perfect. It is great for that. that. Like, Let me ask you, if the, if the birth was happening at like at the waning ends of a hunt, realistically I speaking. Probably, I probably set the game down, you fucking dummy. Yeah, but I like. I probably set the game down to be present for the birth of my <laughs> child, you fucking dummy. <laughs> What are you talking? I don't know, man. I gotta get those those Rathus scales so I can make my new boots. <laughs> oh, what's that? I, oh, my um, son was born. Shoot, can he wait? I like a uh, I wanted to say this is a quick mea culpa, and I uh, alluded to this on Twitter, but I did want to. I, I love that we are returning to this just so I can say this here. Um, I finished the Halo oh, yes. campaign. <laughs> I'm um, really excited for this, and I y'all, I it's so. 
credit to the people who made it. I think you maybe got in over your heads a little bit and you just had to finish a game because you couldn't delay it anymore. And you're trying to do a lot. And I completely get that and respect it for sure. The last few hours of that game are so incredibly insultingly dull. The campaign you're talking the about. The campaign, yes. I, I still think the multiplayer is fantastic. But like the last few hours of that campaign when I decided like, okay, I'm going to finish this. I've done all the like side stuff that I feel like doing. I'm going to finish this game. It is just this maddening, pointless, like slog through very similar corridors shooting, which I understand is like, that's a lot of games, but Halo makes no effort to like try to gus it up to make you feel like you're doing other stuff. You literally like walk to the next pylon. It's missing a battery. You go find the battery. You put it in. You keep trudging. Uh, it is meaningless. It is soul sucking, like made me so bummed out. And I want to say that like, had I finished that campaign, there is no way I would have pushed for it in any way, shape or form. In yeah. The game and if you discussion. scrub back, uh, it if you scrub back to that discussion, this is what was at the very top of my mind when I was fighting to not include it was this specific thing is everything else. You know, if it had stuck the landing on the campaign, I think there's a definitely very good chance it would have won game of the year and it super, super didn't. So it's weird. Like it, it feels like I talk a, a lot when I think about video games, I talk about like feeling like the hand of the creator there, like whatever you're Jesus doing, Christ? it's something they anticipated. <laughs> no, the game creator, uh, whatever you're doing, it's something they anticipated and like that you, they knew that you were going to try to do that and they had sculpted this experience for you to enjoy, right? It's one of the things that makes Stanley Parable so powerful is whatever you do in that game, you can feel the authorship there. Like, you know, like, this is an experience you're intended to have. Halo feels like you've been abandoned. Like, you're in it. It's like, you didn't, did anybody play this to see if it was fun or not? Because it's so clearly not enjoyable. Like, it's maddening yeah. to me. Anyway. What was your actual? Anyway, I picked Inscription. Inscription, yeah. obviously, it's better than all the other games from last year. Um, Mine is... Metroid Dread, and I feel very strongly about this. It, you know, this was my number two during our Game of the Year discussions. We've talked a little bit, some of the people on this uh, show have talked a little bit about the fact that Inscription has, even though it's great, especially for the first act, has down moments that aren't as great. And I do not think Metroid Dread has that. Um, and I think it's fucking sick as hell. And yeah. I love it. And I'll, I'll change my vote to Metroid Dread. The, the things that Justin talked about with uh, an ending ruining a game for you with Halo is how I feel about Inscription. I, I do genuinely like Inscription. <laughs> I think the ending but is the funny. the ending but... of that game, <laughs> I, it makes me so upset. It makes me, it just, it, it I, I like it, a spiral. But I, I feel you. Oh my gosh. One day, one day, can we do a spoiler cast on, Maybe, on yeah, sure. Inscription? Because it really does some shit. All right, so... We're done then, right? Yeah, I think we're done. Congratulations yeah. to all okay. our new winners. Um, Just some very quick uh, favorite games from our, our our listeners. From Lex, what remains of Edith Finch was absolutely robbed by the year 2017, and I feel like it was barely discussed in the Gotti episode. The fish scene touched me more than maybe any other moment in the game ever. Beautiful game. I'd agree with that. Really great game. Robbed is a wild thing to say in 2017, yeah, which is maybe the best game. Video. Did we name it the best Year in gaming? I can't remember what we picked. I don't either. I think maybe it was 2007. I I, I don't think Edith Finch would have won, but I also think that game is- Would have got more airtime. It's yes. pretty, pretty incredible. I just I just played it on an iPad last year, though, so that's why I'm late to the conversation. 
this one from Cash for One Ness. I really thought Death Stranding would come back for Gotti. It feels like well, the only episode it was talked about and everyone had just uh, scratched the surface of it at that point, which I think we kind of got to here of, hey, we actually all like this game quite a bit. It just... There's a oh, lot no, of no, 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 sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, all of that game, su- that game. That game sucks the mood out of this guy. That game is not a good game. Um, but that's but everybody has a uh, the opinion. Uh, this one's from Analogous Pants Five. Uh, Half Life Alex on a purely design basis, it's in the top ten games of all time. It simultaneously is the primary justification for its medium VR, while also being held back by the current limitations of its medium. So it always makes for interesting discussion. I'm sure Frush agrees with that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know about like top ten games of all time for design on a design basis necessarily, but it is. I think the epitome of them making smart choices, even though I know Griffin disagrees, making smart choices to make a game both accessible and pushing a format, which is VR. So I think that game did a lot of very, very cool, informative VR shit that is going to like, again, like inform the genre moving forward. You can shake jugs around and there's like, I just didn't think it was very fun. Yeah. Uh, the last one from Dad. Uh, Rocket League never got its fair shake in the one y- once a year days. It has perfected the mass multiplayer pairing system while continuing to cater to both its esports and casual audience. It kind of won, but it was a three-way tie broken by New York Draft, not in its favor. So I wouldn't say that counts. And Justin recently said he didn't believe it should have won. I. This is the trouble with games being everything, is that Rocket League is a great sport. I just... It's not the type of game that we often talk about on this in the same way that we often don't have. I don't think we have any fighting games on these lists. How Uh, is it a three-way tie broken by New York Giraffe? We don't. don't. We've made so many mistakes. I just don't don't even know the math of that. I don't get Uh, it. We don't have uh, time for honorable mentions except for Hard Boiled, which is on YouTube. You pretty much can't watch it anywhere else, so you should go watch Hard Boiled. John Woo rules. That's it. He does. Cool. That's it. I've finished NBA Saves the World. Okay. It's great. Um, what have we talked about? Do we even need to do a game? No, we can't recap? do this. Can we just yeah. very say quick, the, very, I'm very, say very the, quick. Here, here are the winners. Oh, the, no. I just looked I'm going to say the winners. Let me just say the winners. I'm going to say the winners. Okay. The winners are Splunky HD for 2012, Towerfall to- for 2013, 2014 was Destiny, 2015 was The Witcher Wild Hunt, 2016 was Titanfall, 2017 was Mario Odyssey. 2018 was God of War, 2019 was Outer Wilds, 2020 was Animal Crossing, and Metroid Dread was 2021. Perfect. Next week, Uh, Justin's favorite game. Next week, Pokemon Legends Arceus comes out. It does say here that Justin has a scheduled diarrhea and cannot attend. Um, (laughs) So I don't know how one schedules a a diarrhea. It's out of my hands. I mean, that's probably for the best. Yeah, I it's guess. out of my hands. Uh, I mean, I hope. Yeah. I do actually. I I do notice on our work calendar, uh, at Tuesday at midnight, you have scheduled eat a bunch of Kadoba. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess you will miss the record time. That's gonna do it for us on the besties. Thanks for hanging in there with us, and be sure to join us again next week for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games?
Besties! Besties.